Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Hello, and welcome to the Dorkening Podcast Network. Press pound to hear the available shows. The Wicked Horror Show, Loose Cannon with Jar Jar Jeremy, Secret Underground Hideout, That Strange Show, Cinema with Harrison Smith, Dorks the Podcast, Super Retro Throwback Reviews, The Horror Squad Podcast, The Dorkening, Throwdown Thursday, Black and White Fright, Dorks the Podcast, for more information check out thedorkening.com. guys welcome to episode six sure sure episode six <laughs> of the jen and james podcast experience and we have a guest this week our first guest we've been trying to get this person on for two years yeah I would say. So, since the dark from his dark physique because yeah. we wanted to just talk to him um especially about his diet and stuff like that um and we didn't have the technology we have now it's available so it was kind of like we're going to do this now so uh, i want to introduce jay he is my brother-in-law he is going to join us for uh, a wonderful conversation about uh what are we talking about jay uh i i I thought i picked the topic of movies i thought that would be something that you guys would enjoy and i've heard a lot of dialogue about that in the past on your podcast and and, i just want to piggyback off that and go from there so Welcome. Uh, I'm very welcome to be here, and uh, you know, first time, long time, guys. I've been I've been with you <laughs> since the start. There we go. Actually, Jay has been one of the people that between our lulls and shows, he's been like, "Ah, dude, when's the next episode?" <laughs> like I'm walking around and I'm listening to it. So, Jay, next time I see you, I got a little Jen James podcast experience sticker for you that we'll give to you to Excellent. proudly put wherever. Whenever, whenever they come in, I know the mug and the T-shirt and stuff shipped, so we're just waiting for that stuff to come in. So, yeah, That's totally. exciting. Oh, hundred percent. You're gonna be fantastic tonight. I'm fine. You're gonna be good. This is past my bedtime. <laughs> we <laughs> we're are stretching it. <laughs> we are recording a little bit late due to the fact that Jen, uh, that Jay does have two little ones as well, and they had to be put down. And we want to make sure Harrison was down before we did any of the recording, so we are a little bit past. All of our bedtime. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty late, uh, but uh, I'm enjoying a, a nice brewski here, and let's let's get this Friday night started, huh? There we go. Let's go, Jay. So, so you're you're steering the ship right now. So you're the co-pilot. So where do you want to go? Excellent. Uh, so with the movies, um, like I like I said, we've had many conversations, James, just over the years about different movies here and there, what's coming out, you know, what what you're into and stuff like that. But first, I just want to start with like, hey. When did you guys do you remember the story or fondest memory of getting into a movie and movies in it in itself? Like, is it going to the theater? Is it being at home? Was it the VHS? Was it 
a certain person that influenced you? Like, I'm, I'm always okay. curious to where that, uh, where that stemmed from. I thought you were going in a different direction with that question. Um, like, cause my mind, how'd you get into, like, you sneak into a movie? Did you sneak? Oh my God. <laughs> right? Am I oh, the one yeah. get oh, into the movies? Yeah. Did, were, did someone hide you in a jacket? Exactly. <laughs> I, put, I hit the sodas. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I remember early on, um, you know, we had the Disney VHS tapes and that's kind of where it was. And, you know, my, I always felt like we always had a VHS player in the house where I where I grew up with, you know, with, with my dad and my mom. And there's your friend. He's come to watch the show. Mm. Um, uh, I don't know. I just kind of like I always felt like movies were always around and then kind of more when the theater, like when I first went to the some of my first i don't remember what like my first theatrical movie was i i I have specific memories about specific movies and where i saw them and how i saw them but you know i know gus our cat gus was named because we we adopted gus as a kitten and we watched cinderella that night and we saw gus gus and that's how that that's how he was named was via cinderella so so for me i think it's a little different because so fun fact jay which you wouldn't know i don't think so my dad he worked on broadway shows that's what he did um so my whole childhood i grew up around theater so i i always have like like a very big like memory of theaters so being in a theater being in like in a crowded thing like i i know of but i do have my very first memory of ever wanting to see a movie in the movie theaters I begged my mom and begged and begged and she took me and it was the Elmwood Theater on Queens Boulevard to go see He-Man because I wanted to see He-Man. The live action He-Man? The live action He-Man. And I still remember seeing it in the theater. Like, I remember it. I would imagine Skeletor would would scare the the pants off. (laughs) Yeah, that makeup. Well, he probably had eyebrows in that movie. He, oh, did he have eyebrows? Yeah, he did have That's eyebrows. That's still my in the movie. big question. Jay, does Skeletor have eyebrows? I saw that question come up in the, in, in, the, in, in some social media realm, and uh, it's, unfortunately, I don't know. I'd have to Google search that man. I I, I don't know off memory, and I'm, I'm going to go with uh, no on the toy. And sure, with the movie, maybe you know, like. <laughs> Oh my God. What about you, Jay? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess movies was always kind of a big thing with our family, you know, as a kid growing up. And I always remembered on like Christmas, the theater, we were all, it was three of us. So there was a lot of kids and my parents were just like, after the gifts, they were just like, uh, we got to get out of the house. And at the times it was like Minnesota or Kansas or California. Not really sure where I was, uh, I was living at the time, but whatever movie was out at that time, we'd go see. And it was always like that popular one. And uh, being an 80s baby, you know, as far as the first movie I saw, couldn't depict that at the top of my head. I'd probably have to phone in my parents for that. But uh, it was just one of those memories that I remembered. Oh, it's Christmas. We're done with the gifts. We're going to the movies. And then it just became this thing. I, I never had a desire to go to the movies on Christmas. I don't know why that was. My fa- my family was never like, let's get out of the house. And maybe because, you know, we had so many events, you know, with, with my dad and my mom and, you know, the grandparents and stuff like that, that the time was never allotted. But like, you're like the third or fourth person I know that was like, we went to the movies on Christmas Day. 
Hmm. Yeah, it was it was definitely a fond memory, and I, I always remembered. And if it wasn't Christmas, it was Thanksgiving. It was always during that time where it was like, at a, you know, you're done with whatever you're doing, and then we're all together. So it was like an opportunity to just like we're going as a family. And as the kids, it, it was had to be centered around us. I'm sure it was like a bunch of Disney cartoons stuff like that. Uh, to really get us all on board for that. But uh, it was one of those things to get us out of the house. And probably as parents, you're just like, get these kids to relax and, uh, you know, zone out for a little bit. So when we get home, you know, all, after the sugar rush wears off, we're all probably going to bed. So I'm sure the parents had a alternate motive on that end. <laughs> sure. Most likely. Um, so, so, so with you, you know, with you growing up, you said you were an 80s baby. Was there a movie that you rented over and over and over again from like a blockbuster or like a local movie movie store yeah you know the funny thing was uh obviously i was telling my brother my brother and i really got into movies uh together and you know he helped shape some of my uh genres and and sharpen those up but uh the movie that i remember you got to go a little bit later probably in the 90s um and it just became this movie that we probably rented and then immediately bought it was Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Um, something about that, uh, you know, his his uh, demeanor, he just made me laugh at that age. And, uh, you know, Jim Carrey, I just watched him on Living Color, and I thought he, the world of him. And uh, I, I would follow any movie you've watched, even to this day. It doesn't matter. Like, whatever he's in, I'm on board. Did you go see the Sonic movie yet? No. Well, you know. Due to what's going on right now, uh, I probably wait. But as soon as that comes available to me, I'm sure I'll be like sitting around. On oh, Saturday it's available. I'm, I'm, I'm down. It. I'm downloading that for sure. We watched it. Yeah. Well, we watched it a couple weekends ago. It's really, it's really good. It's Jim Carrey being what he's good at is, is just being a crazy person. Perfect. I'm in. Yeah. No, I, I know. I knew that he was in that one, and uh, you know, Sonic was actually one of my favorite uh, Sega games growing up because you know everyone else had nintendo and i was the guy that's like i want to get sega just go <laughs> against the grain be a sonic guy not a mario guy because genesis does what nintendo don't <laughs> that um, that's the first time i heard that 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 was fantastic oh really you never heard that before no that was, that was genesis's like motto like their advertising campaign was genesis does what nintendo don't like that was their whole like marketing thing for the Genesis. Um, uh, no, for, 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 well, for, for me, it was, it, for me, it was goes to like back to the future and Ghostbusters were the two I just rented the hell out of. Uh, Makes sense. I've always, I have shocker, right? I know. I don't think, I don't remember us having a lot of movies. I think, I think, we rented a lot. We actually, um, when we, when I grew up in Eastland Meadow, uh, where Rockies is, that yep. plaza used to have a movie theater called Dynamite Video. Uh, and I remember when they opened, we were the 14th family to go down there and get membership cards. And it was like, it was a blue card, it's a Dynamite Video on it with like a stamp because there's two locations. There's one in Eastland Meadow and there's one in Westfield, right by Westfield State. And it was like member number 14 and we could use that card at that location or the one in, um, or the one in, uh, Westfield. But it was like, the, we just like, we were like walked in with a 14th person. And I always remember that like, I had my own card. My dad got me my own card. Uh, I got my sister Elizabeth, her own card. And we all had our own blockbuster video cards. And I still remember the way it was set up. I still remember like where the movies were, the horror movies were in back. They had an adult video section there. Mm -hmm. 
Oh um, yeah, I'm sure you remember that. <laughs> I was always curious about that. Um, no, it was actually right by the uh, right in the back and then the horror section oh because of the horror all the way straight back. But um, but yeah, the, the, because that plaza used to have the Rockies, which is there now. They the dynamite, and then they had uh, uh, Romitos and Sons, which is across the street, was there, Ooh, yeah. and then they had a convenience store, and so that all was taken out when they rebuilt that thing. But uh, but no, I I I, I pre ordered Titanic there and i got the two tape copy of titanic yeah i used to because you they they, that was a place where you could like order individual movies Mm -hmm. instead of going to like uh, a best buy or a nobody beats the whiz or sam goody any of that stuff so that's like those are the stuff that i remember and they used to have like limited like limited nes games and video games you could rent and stuff like that. The big gumball machine. If you got a circle or a star on it, you got a free rental. Yeah, back when I was in, uh, you're you're looking at me like these are all things you never knew about me. You're just funny. I just <laughs> like your stories. <laughs> yeah, you had to slip. We grew in up very seconds. differently. <laughs> every every time James talked, I'm always reminded that me and him had very different childhoods. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, okay. But anyway, and then of course I got my job at Blockbuster. So it was I was always it was always in the cards. So. Yeah, so I wanna say like around late eighties, eighty eight, eighty nine, I was out in California and my parents had a uh you know, the VHS uh you know player and, and uh VCR, what have you, right? And my mom learned how to record things off HBO, and which was awesome. And we used to do. And so, our when you talked about your collection, I think growing up, I must have had a hundred VHSs, like every Disney, every just movie, whatever came out, we were we were purchasing, we were owning, and even if it was on HBO, we were recording. And then, so it just became this very uh, interesting array of movies where it was like kids and then it was like Commando and Rambo, <laughs> like late night HBO content. And my parents were just like, yeah, oh yeah, you can watch that. And I loved it. I loved late, Arnold. Late, and late, he was, night, he, late night HBO? Well, yeah, I guess not After my, Dark. No. Nah. <laughs> HBO After Dark? <laughs> nothing like that what about you jen what was your uh so i don't know i i'm always the oddball out <laughs> i'm always going we started off with he-man so we're we're going in that direction um it's funny because it's the same movie that i feel the same way about currently so like i love the movie labyrinth like if that movie ever was just to like be on i'm like you stop what you're doing and you watch that movie and I did that. I watched that movie so many times. I had the soundtrack to that movie. I had a minor obsession with David Bowie because of that movie. Was it David Bowie or what was in David Bowie's pants? Because I think um, I think he got like an acting credit for that role. <laughs> I think I was too young at that time. <laughs> um, but I loved love that movie. I love that like style of movie. But it was funny because we did have a video store where I grew up. 
And um, no one was saying you didn't have a video <laughs> store. That was very much like I had a video store. Like you guys have video stores. I had one too. <laughs> I figured it was in the back of the bodega. Like, yeah, right on the street yeah, corner. Yeah, <laughs> the guy with the, the trench coat want to run a video. No, <laughs> but come to my van. I have all the videos. I remember there was always like certain movies I wanted to watch because I liked their like covers because I'm very visual. So for me, I it's not like I judge a book by its cover, but like if something like I see something, I end up really wanting to um, watch it. And then so there were like, you know, adult horror movies, which were awful. And then when I got old enough, like as an adult to watch them, I was like, God, these are terrible movies. (laughs) So I was always obsessed with the cover for Peter Jackson's first movie, Bad Taste, because it had it at the video store. And my dad's like, we're not watching this, we're not watching this. So I did not watch that movie until after Lord of the Rings, because everyone was like, okay, if you just watch that, you have to watch Bad Taste. And that's a terrible movie. But I remember the cover, like, on the, th- it was crazy. But yeah, that's that's something I'll always remember. For me, it, was always, it will always be Poltergeist. Really? It's the same reason I would walk because I knew where the horror section was. And I always was that kid who's like, do, do I rent a horror film? Because like, you, you know, you know, my dad, he's kind of like, if you will do whatever at once and see how you like it and go from there. Um, so I remember walking back the wall of the horror films and there was Poltergeist and and it was it's rated PG. So that was my in like I was that it's that movie was not rated PG. It's rated PG no. because there's no there was no PG-13 at the time. It was, it was G, PG, and R. P- Poltergeist is rated PG. And I remember I used that logic on my dad. Again, my dad probably saw the movie already. And it was, he was like, if you want to rent that, we'll rent that. Because I could rent anything that was up to PG. Um, and sometimes PG-13. Um, and so I got it and we watched it. And I instantly regretted that for like the rest of the night. Did you ever see the movie The Gate? Gate? It was a horror movie. No, only no. me. See, this is why I'm really bad to have movie conversations with. You should have the conversation with Leo and Tony. I probably should. They'd be like, "We love that movie." Yeah, sorry, never mind. Phil. Yeah, no, I remember. So, I remember now that you opened the gate. You might as well go with it. So no, it's just it's a it's what, a terrible. What's the movie about? Educate. It's us. basically this kid and he realizes like his house is on top of the gate to hell. Like really, it's oh, exactly. It really but there's a scene in it. Where, like, hit, like an eyeball like grows out of his hand <laughs> and like it's like this iconic moment in horror movies where it's like ah, yeah, so eyeball in my hand and I remember seeing that as a kid and being like that's stupid the, like I don't scare easily so the, <laughs> it, that, that type of movie was The Witches or Witches with Angela Angela is it Houston Hudson She it's the one it's it's like the kid gets turned into like a rat or a mouse. That movie freaks you out. That scene when they're oh, I can't. oh my god! The scene where they're turning into like like the like he's shaking his head. He it's it's, it's like about a, in a hotel, right? Or yeah, it's like in a ballroom or something like that. It's yeah, like a conference, and they're like, oh, we can shed like our like skins to show us like who we really are. I was probably like eight or nine when I saw that scene, and I'm like, what the hell? How did you survive at? Ghostbusters? It wasn't really that scary, other than like the first scare. It's not that bad. I think there was a comfort level with Ghostbusters because of the actors. Like it kind of made you more warm, right? Like they were well-known people and you were kind of like, all right, I'm into this. 
or it was one of the things where I think I kind of came into the story after a point, or it was one of those things like, you know, your dad's like, you want to cover your eyes. You know, you know when you're watching like a movie that's not really scary, but there's a scary part and you have a little guy that you don't want to freak out. Like they'd be like, cover your eyes for 10 seconds and that's it. Then you can, you're good for the rest of the movie. I had a babysitter and I never really had babysitters too often. Cause my mom, she, Did she didn't work. So like, my dad was going to some party with my mom and it was like late. So I even had this babysitter who was terrible. And I remember I could like visually see her because I think she like, I, I don't know. I don't know what it would be classified as today, but it was cruel. She's like, we're going to watch this movie. You're going to love it. And she puts it on. And let me tell you something. I did not love that movie. What I movie love it now it? as an adult. The Fly. That movie's oh. terrifying as a child. Oh, yeah. Totally. Like, is. terrifying. Oh, and, like, cover your eyes. She was like, uncover your eyes. <laughs> she was awful. Yeah, no. Awful. I remember when, like, I my parents come out, I was, like, crying. And they're like, you're fine. That was my parents. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> and I think I would say the same thing to, like, Logan. If he was like, oh, my God. I'd be like, you're fine. <laughs> Yeah, the one movie that it was, uh, I was having a sleepover with a, with a friend, pretty young, and we went to rent a movie, and it was called, you, you guys might know it, The Abyss. Yeah. And there was a couple scenes in there when they were like really descending, and they were getting into like, uh, can't even tell you what it's about now, but I just remember being as a kid, like, renting it and my parents are just like we don't know anything about it and they just let us watch that's the just that's like, the one with, out. that's the one that like is is it's like aliens goes underwater yeah it's in in like at the end of it like he has to is it ed harris i think ed harris is in it and like doesn't he like convince the aliens not to destroy humanity or something like that that was like the oh and they have the suit the oxygen suit yeah i remember that movie and they didn't know what it was, and they they dropped a, like a nuke down there, and the scientists had to go down there, and and the only way to do that was like they had to wear like a uh, this a scientist developed this oxygen liquid oxygen suit that like they're like well you were a kid you breathed liquid oxygen you breathed through a liquid, and they were like and so it was like this pure oxygen suit and they put it in there like he put it in there and he tested like on a rat first. See, I remember that, like, and so that he couldn't talk because of the gunk in his throat. So we had to do, like, hand signs or something. But I remember I remember that scene where he, like, goes off the ledge to go down. He's wearing that suit. And it's just, like, and I always thought there was, like, could you do that? Like, is that, like, scientifically, like, possible? <laughs> That's what you thought about during that? You were, like, hmm, <laughs> fact or fiction? <laughs> You've known me. What type of person am I? Like, let's think about this. But yeah, you can watch Back to the Future with DeLorean. And you're like, I'm all in. <laughs> oh, I tried to build a time machine after I saw DeLorean. Did I, I you just, really? Yeah, I tried to buy, build a time machine. Out of what? Just whatever like, I could find. Carrots and rubber bands? Like... Carrots and rubber bands? Yeah. <laughs> I could see it, though. I mean, again, I, I mean, right there with you. Your, oh, your, and... your affinity to Back to the Future is, is unprecedented. It's, it's excellent. <laughs> I'm there for the ride all the time. I love that movie. I'm a I'm a ride or die. It's know, a perfect Marty movie. McFly. It's considered one of the top, one of the five. I, not, perfect I love that movie too. I just time. think it's adorable that you tried to build a time machine after that. Nothing to do with like the movie. It's everything to do with you. I had that with Radio Flyer. You ever remember that movie? Yeah, yeah I, I had a wagon, and I was like, oh, I'm turning this into a 
uh, an airplane. No, it didn't work, but <laughs> a couple bumps and bruises on the way and a dented up wagon. Why do I see your brother helping you out with that? Being like, I'll help you build an airplane. It's pushing you down the hill. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't Elijah Wood, so <laughs> he was probably pushing me and, and probably like unscrewing a wheel. So, Ooh, there you go. <laughs> So, do you have a like? So, so is it, you talk about the horror movies. Is there a movie that you can? I've asked this question a couple of different times. Is there a movie that you can put on? You, you you said Labyrinth. Yeah. That you're flipping through the channels and you come across it. You put the remote down. You can just watch it wherever the movie is, whatever part of the movie is. You can just start watching. Now, as far as horror movies, or just no, movies just movie in general. In general. Just movie oh, in general. no brainer, and uh, it's The Departed. Martin Scorsese, just anywhere no in, I'm, I'm all in. See, I'm also like that with The Fifth Element, and you've seen me do that. Oh, Fifth Element's fantastic. That's a great movie. Me, it's The Dark Knight. If I see The Dark Knight on, I just put the remote down, and it's such a good movie. But I can do the same thing, but like I said, that, but like I said, we talk about Back to the Future, I can do the Back to the Future. Any of the three, I can kind of just mm-hmm. pop on and just watch wherever it is. But no, Dark Knight is always one of those things like, ooh, the Dark Knight's on. Have you ever watched a movie over again because it was so bad and then liked it the second time? Like if the your first reaction was, this is a terrible movie, and then upon rewatch, you're like, you know, that's okay. Hmm. Oh. I want to go with Inception and it was because I didn't get it and I had to keep rewatching it to understand it. Cause the first time I saw it, it was supposed to be this great film. It was Christopher, Christopher Nolan, right? Same as dark yeah. Knight. I was all in and I started watching it. I'm a Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio guy. I was like, this is great. Love the acting. And then I watched it and I'm just like, I, I left the theater and I was like, I got to do that again. Cause I, I, I got lost. It, it, you know, a lot of layers in that movie, and and I'm probably still trying to get to the bottom of that. But it's a it's a fun dive that I'm like keep rewatching to figure it out and get more more detail into it. I'm still trying to like think. See, I am with Jay with that, but I felt that way when the Matrix came out. Like I was like, I like it, but I need to watch it again. Like I was like, okay, but I didn't hate it. No, for me, because there's a very specific movie that I love now, but the first time I watched it, I thought it was terrible, was Napoleon Dynamite. Right. Like, see? Like, it's a love-hate. And I went, I went, like, traveled the, both sides of it. I hated that movie. And then I watched it again because someone was like, no, watch it again. It's really funny. And I was like, actually, it is really funny. <laughs> You're pondering, James. He's really thinking about it, though. <laughs> I would have to say Batman v Superman. Really? Okay. So when I initially watched it in the theaters, I saw this in IMAX too. And I was like, okay, this is humble brag. Interesting. Oh, dude, it's ask Jen. I've taken her to I see a movie in IMAX. It's she in, in the chair. She's like, it's the only way to see a movie. Let's not talk about this anymore. Cause Lord only knows. This might just be very old memories. Um, tell our kids about exactly no uh i saw it and i was like okay and i didn't and i kind of was like i want to see it again in theaters and i never did and then i saw it again on blu-ray and i was like 
okay. Like I, I started like, then I saw like the director's cut of it and I was like, okay, I like the extended cut of this movie a lot more than the, what, what I saw in theaters. Mm-hmm. Is it a perfect movie? God, no. Um, but I did in the end, I was like, I, I, I see where they were going with it. And I kind of, I, I liked what I saw after like, I watch it. I don't again, but it's not a movie I go out of my way to watch, but it's like, if it's on, I'll kind of have it in the background. I don't like automatically change it. All right, so that's the second time you referenced the Batman movie. So let's let's pivot there for a second. Because <laughs> there's been so many genres of different Batman movies. So I'm always curious. Because I'm pretty sure you've seen them all, right? Um, and you probably got yeah. into it with Michael Keaton. And, yeah, uh, and the original. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was not my first Batman. It was not your first Batman. Oh, are you going farther back? Nope. Oh. So who was it? Kevin Conroy. Huh. Animated Batman. Well, there you go. And then I saw and then I saw Batman Forever in theaters because of Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Ah, it, the Riddler. So, and that was I saw that in theaters with my dad at West at the West Springfield Cinemas when the West Springfield Cinemas were three separate buildings. Weird. Nope, I remember seeing that. I think my cousin Nathan was up from Texas. He was visiting, and uh, uh, and we saw it in theaters, and it was kind of a family thing to see. I remember the theater was packed, and uh, that was my first ever intro to the Batman. I was that, that was the first cinematic one. Then I went back and watched Batman, Batman Returns. My dad, we rented those movies from Blockbuster and or Dynamite, and went from there. See. Michael Keaton was my first Batman, but yes, um, yes, Jen. That's that's just how that is. But because we're older than Baby James, so yes, every now and then you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> so if we're gonna talk Batman, I'm gonna talk about one of the biggest disappointments. Not one of the biggest, but one that I thought had really good leverage, and they didn't go anywhere with it. Was when you had, oh, I don't even remember which Batman it was. It was the third installment. With Christian Bale. What they call that? Dark Knight Rises. It was the Dark Knight Rises. Barf. Okay. Right. And then they they had the Robin character. They should have used him as the Joker. <laughs> you get so mad. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just saying. No, no, it's not. It's I could do a whole episode on the disappointment of that movie. And where the movie should have gone and what they should have done. And I understand that they've it's come out since then that they had the, the Joker was supposed to be another part of that third part. He was supposed that he was supposed to conclude, help conclude that trilogy. I get it. And they had to scrap it once Heath Ledger passed. And I 100% understand that. But come on. Like, it's Batman. It's not a tale of two cities. It's not. And it's freaking Batman. Batman like you don't need to get super like deep with this character is that why you don't care that they just like recycle Batmans like constantly they're no. like and then we just birthed a new Batman here he is model 2.0 no. Ben Affleck oh, oh the bat, the bat model flag. 3.0 Robert Pat, Patterson. Pat, Pat, Pattinson. Pattinson I don't know I gave him a new right. name no. <laughs> you got Twilight as new Batman yeah, but this is okay. You you you're accepting of that. 
my whole thing <laughs> and it goes back to the thing was on the, when i was on the dorkening earlier this week was i'm never against the retelling of a story batman's been around for 80 years today's actually joker's 80th birthday happy birthday happy birthday um i will always take an interpretation of a character we had it with charlie and chocolate factory we just did that whole thing Mm -hmm. like i like charlie and the chocolate factory i like what tim burton did with that story and those characters and kind of remade it into a different different animal Uh, i'm looking forward to see what taiko ytd does with his shot at it for netflix um you you had the dark knights at the bar so incredibly high it was going to be very very hard for them to match that especially after you hear that 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 what happened with heath ledger and all that stuff and where they wanted to go with the character but then you introduce bane and you and, and you very much foreshadow that the the nightfall thing and you have subtleties in the dark knight being like you know you're the villain you're the hero until you're the villain that whole stuff and then you just be like eight years later like are you kidding me like that's that's eight years later you give me a meh Catwoman. you give me an awesome bane i thought bane was awesome i thought the interpretation of bane was fantastic uh you give give to give you the tal talas ghoul which she's so much better when she's a good foil for batman in the comics not as the main villain and then you wrap around i know the rule of the trilogy you always go back to the first but like bringing up this is just us just still trying to destroy gotham 10 years after you failed before like i just didn't see like and it was so like we're going to talk about class and we're going to show like class disparity and blah 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 and i'm like just show me fucking Batman beating up on his rogues gallery. Like, <laughs> give me that because you got that in the dark Knight. You had him as a detective. You had him as the, this vigilante. You, you had a good character. It just seems like, well, Christian Bale has one more movie, so we're not going to build the, 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 the uh, legacy of this character anymore. And then like, Oh, your name's Robin <laughs> fan service, like rise of Skywalker fan service. Like, no and then you know you could have made the story better and it, it just oh, it's, it's, it's wanted to be better like so are you basically saying that lego batman was a better movie? yes <laughs> <laughs> justice league was a better movie no yeah no, yeah that's a bad no movie. for for the batman character at least that guy actually has like i have a history i have a story arc i have a character like i'm old man bruce wayne like from the dark knight returns like like that's what they should have done like i mean you give me bane like you could have had the riddler like the riddler could have been a fantastic character in that universe because he was trying to figure out who bruce wayne is and you had the shadow of it you had a hint of him as the guy who worked for wayne enterprises who figured out that bruce wayne's batman just by looking at the financial logs you know that that's something that you could have done or had him like as like a zodiac killer type of person as the Joker or as, as the Riddler, like that's a cool character you could have to work in tandem with like Bane or work in tandem as a second villain in that movie. And that movie could have gone down a completely different trail and you could have still done the whole, like we lied about Harvey Dent to save the city, you know, Harvey Dent, you know, killed all these people, not the Batman. Like you could have played with that more. And it just, it just felt like it was like, we have to end this trilogy. We have to just do it. And like, and this is where I think Christopher Nolan got very much 
into what Christopher Nolan is now than what he was when he did like Batman Begins. Because like Batman Begins was like really, really good as an origin story. And then Dark Knight, the Dark Knight was a good next step. But again, that that movie raised the bar for superhero movies at a point where like Iron Man just came out. And then you kind of saw where it went from there. I don't know. It just feels like actually no, 2012 Avengers came out that year, I think 2012. Yeah. So it's like you had, you had comic movies and you could do a dark and gritty comic book movie that was different than the Avengers and what Marvel was doing and still be unbelievably good movies. Tell me how you really feel. Yeah. (laughs) Like he's thought about that a really long time and I apologize. You're happy to get that that off your chest. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like three pounds lighter after that? I just, Oh, no, I no, just, no, we're done. We're good. Okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> we know. We know. No, they should have cast Jim Carrey as the Riddler in that series okay. and had him as the number number 23 Jim Carrey. I don't think it was crazy. That would have been fantastic. Perfect. Could have, would have, should have. Now, with that said, uh, Jen alluded to it earlier about uh, what, what do you think the movie going experience is going to be like after all of this going on today? Ooh. Honestly, I don't think anything's going to change. I think I don't, I don't, I don't, I, the theaters are small enough as they are. A lot of them only have a hundred seats nowadays and they have the reclining chairs and stuff like that. I think if theaters, when theaters open, they're just going to block off seats and be like, you guys can't sit here. That's true. Especially now that you can get your seats online. Yeah. They can they just physically just them. mark out. And then even if in the theater, you just unscrew the seats and take off the chair bottoms, you know, that's it. Yeah. I mean, like we saw Rise of Skywalker, the MGM Springfield. How many people in that theater? 50 people? Yeah. And you're six feet apart sometimes. Like you might be only able to buy tickets in two. Pa- you only can buy tickets in twos. So if you're going by yourself, you have to buy a second t- seat. So you can have space between people. Like you might, or you're going to have like single seats are here. Single seats are here. Couples are here. Like, yeah, it's true. It might be very precise. I mean, no, I, I'm always weird when I go. I, I find the most random times. Ten o'clock was always my first movie, and I just go by myself, and nobody oh, there. And I, I I just want the whole thing to myself. It's awesome. I I I did the ten a.m. movie Sunday morning. Ten a.m. I used to do that movie all my. I used to go movie by myself a lot. Oh, I wouldn't even have a plan. I'd just show up and be like, "All right, that I one's on." And and it, I've seen some of the worst crap i've ever seen during that time but whatever i just like the whole experience grab popcorn grab a soda some candy i'm, I'm yeah. a happy man no and a lot of times and th- those are the days i did the 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 uh movie double double dip see i was a big midnight movie like like when it would drop like oh i, I did those movies like that. I, I think I, I i think they the dark knight rises mm-hmm. it that was i think the, that was the last movie I didn't. Even, I think that was one of the last major releases that did a midnight release because of what happened. After that, everything was at like seven o'clock in the, at night. Right. So I mean, I saw all. I saw episode two, episode three of Star Wars at midnight. I saw The Dark Knight at midnight. Then I saw The Dark Knight again at eight a.m. I saw Indiana Jones at midnight. I saw. There was no reason to see Indiana Jones at midnight. <laughs> we didn't know what was going to be at midnight. It it was not good. <laughs> it was not worth being up at midnight to watch that. That's like if you're up now at midnight and it's on TV. I watched two thirds of that movie <laughs> and I turned it off. 
The first two thirds of that movie are fantastic. That's an Indy Jones movie. When he starts swinging on the vines, I'm like, click. All right, what else is on? Because up to that point, that's an Indiana Jones movie. Then there were like George Lucas like aliens, and then it was like aliens, and that was <laughs> that was the end of that. I don't know. You know, I I but hit a child for Lord of the Rings, so you know how important are you? But not the Hobbit. No. <laughs> Not the Hobbit, just Lord of the Rings. Push the kid right out of the way. Uh, I, well, I was a big Lord of the Rings guy. That was one of the trilogies that I was like really into. Went to you know you went opening night. I, yeah. I never got into Harry Potter, and it was kind of happening at the same time. And I was just Thank like, no, you. no thanks. I, I I went all in on Lord of the Rings with buddies, and I was in college at the time, so it was it was it was epic. It was like a so. it was a big deal. I said the same. It was weird. It was the same thing. What is your what what was what's your funniest memory about going to the movies? Was I sober? <laughs> sure. Depends on Depends. the memory. Lord of the Rings, man. I mean, there was a couple incidences uh, halfway through the movie. I didn't even know where I was. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> what is going on? Uh, I think that happened. You, could, I think you that could happens only a lot when you're watching what the was two going towers. Um, I don't know if it's the funniest memory, but I remember watching. Um, so one of the worst movies I've ever seen in theaters was The Scorpion King. Oh, that was fantastic. Oh, I love The Rock. <laughs> that was like what his first movie, and yep. he could barely read like his name off of a bag of chips. Like it was really <laughs> terrible. And I remember watching it, and I must have been in high school when that came out. There's no way I wasn't because I was with like an ex-boyfriend i remember just looking at him and being like why did you do this to me he, was he an ex-boyfriend shortly there afterwards sure <laughs> i don't know i was probably like 16 i don't remember but i remember like just being like why is this happening to me like not necessarily a funny memory but a very clear memory of just sitting there and like really feel time happening and like just dread that you're in a place yeah it was that well, movie that brought that out to, to, to go off of that, uh, you do you – open question for everybody. Do you think a, a movie is a good date? No, not no. anymore. I mean, you, 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 you're, you're – A, I would never do a movie as a first date um, due to the fact – like dinner and a movie is a good like date night. Like if you're already dating or you're married – you're like, you know, that's a cool, like, get out of the house. Let's go eat. Let's go see a movie. Like, that's simple because there's so much. I think having children, I value going to the movies more now. Because, like, it's quiet. It's dark. Nobody will talk to me. No, but you'll talk to me. I will talk to you. But, like, I can actually enjoy, like, engage something without any interruption. <laughs> Except yourself asking questions like, hey, hey, what's happening? Watch the movie. I've never asked you what's happening. No, you've just like looked at me being like, why are we here? I Maybe, but that was for the, you know, some of them were bad. <laughs> <laughs> she has very strong feelings of Rise of Skywalker. So do I. <laughs> we all do. We all do. Um, no, for me, it was, for me, it was, I was, I, me and my friend Andrew, I drove out to my friend Andrew's house out in Reading and we went to go see Harry, the fifth Harry Potter. 
Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. See, I don't even think I've even seen all the Harry Potter movies, if I have to be honest. I really don't. Because every time somebody talks about it. See, like like somebody mentions that one. I'm like, I don't know. So, <laughs> so we went to we didn't, I, I don't think there was mid i don't think there was a midnight showing i think we went to like like that weekend we went to a showing so there was a bunch of people again this is before you could buy tickets or get seats and stuff like that you had to like go wait in line to get good seats so we got there i, I remember i was like wearing like jeans and like a jacket and like just myself but there's people dressed up in costume so I left the bathroom and I was going right back to get something and some some guy comes up and he's like, oh, dude, like awesome Harry Potter cosplay. I'm literally wearing exactly what I am. I had no beard. I had round glasses and I had hair. And there and, my, and I looked down. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, no. I look like Harry Potter. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. And I had hair. And I had take hair. away from that. That's what I take away from that. What is the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh, man. I don't know. I like bad movies usually, so that's really hard for me. All right, I'll put this one. I'll I'll rephrase the question. What movie have you walked out of in the theaters? I never have. Oh, you're going to hate me when I say this. Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, cause at the time it came out, it was probably eight. I don't know. It was like a nineties movie, like 1980. Yeah. Uh, so it was like eight. It was like a, do- it was in a dollar theater and we, we went out. It was, it already, you know, obviously came out and I went with a couple friends and I guess eight, I just wasn't, didn't have the attention span, I guess. And my, and it was just me and my friend and we were just, we were just watching it and we we're like this, I don't, I just think I wasn't ready at eight. It, there's other you know i think it's better now uh for sure but it, at that time i just walked out i probably had better things to do go spend money on video games or something you know like playing that, that yeah front. so playing x-men <laughs> that's that's the game that was at the arcade it was x-men it was like x-men or teenage Mutant turtles or the simpsons they were all the same yep four like just quarter eaters that's all they are that is eight all your quarters um I never left. I'm saying thing. I never, when I went to the movies, my parents made sure that I like you sit, you sit there and you sit, you suffer through this. Um, even, even like the dollar theaters we had um, by, by Winnick uh, Springfield cinemas, which were like the $5, like the, the DVD came out two weeks ago when they're getting this, like the movie, like that's how like bad they were. Um, it's like the cinemas, my mom says, uh, what what is a movie that you like that everybody else hates? Who what, what's that secret like movie love that you have and everybody else is like that's a terrible movie? Ooh, I can tell you right now what mine is, and everybody looks at me the same way. The Matrix sequels. I love the Matrix sequels. I think they're fantastic. Everybody's like Jen's giving me the look like no, they're not. They're like, really terrible. They're movies. fantastic movies because they build on the lore, and I'm a huge fan of like the lore of that those movies. So my guilty pleasure would be uh, romantic comedies. Um, so that's the one that I'm I like. Would never have guessed that, Jay. Oh never my god, that. I I just am a like sucker. fifty first dates and just not even that. I mean, because that's Adam Sandler. It's a little different. Where it's I'm like all into like Matthew McConaughey and like. And, uh, 
anything that with uh what was it jennifer hudson <laughs> it just it was anything during that genre that time period uh and it was probably because i was single at the time or whatever and i always thought these things would work out and i would just watch them and it was always my guilty pleasure for sure romantic comedy still to this day it's like i'm a sucker if it's out i'm gonna go see it if it's on netflix i'm gonna watch it and i uh, I blame it on jackie but it's it's me (laughs) i don't know because like i said a lot of movies i like or things i like are considered to be people don't really like so what um I don't know. Okay. You don't um, have to. Yeah, I got I don't think I have much on this one. All right. What's a movie that you hate that everybody else loves? A movie that I hate that everybody else loves. Hmm. That's a good one too. Harry Potter. Yeah, that's fair. I'm like I just don't think I've watched enough. I haven't tried it. There's a gotta be a few, I'm sure. Mine I I, I despise Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, I love that movie. That movie's so funny. I cannot. <laughs> I have tried and tried and tried to watch it. Eat your food, Tina. It's so good. Just, I don't, the cartoon's even funny. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I, can't. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's funny. Tots. <laughs> it's such a good movie. Sorry. Just nothing. Does nothing for does you. Does nothing for me. Interesting. I don't know. I'm sure I have a that movie. and like Step Brothers. Oh, it's a great movie too. Are you serious? Wow, just pulling them up, pulling out the boats and hose. Nothing again. I've seen the movie. <laughs> I've seen the movie. I just, it's a Will Ferrell movie. Like there's so many that came out in that time that like I kind of got Will Ferrell out a little bit. Like, well, I think there's movies that I don't think I understood why they were so popular, but I don't hate them. So I remember like American Beauty came out and that was like the movie. Oh my God, American Beauty. It was this big Kevin Spacey, everything's great. And even to this day, I'm still like, I don't get it. Like it's not a bad movie, but I don't get the hype that I guess was like talked about for some reason. Yeah, that movie did not age well in the whole. uh, (laughs) It really did not do (laughs) well. Especially for Spacey being involved, did not age well (laughs) on his end. <laughs> so. no, but like aren't there movies like that too where you're like wow crash yeah i feel like a lot of oscar movies you well, kind of yeah. be like what like why why you especially when you find other movies that came out that year that were like why weren't these considered like for me i watched snowpiercer like that movie is fantastic um and it's it's i think it's the movie that chris evans did like randomly through like uh, it, between MCU, like he had to do like a one or two movies between all those cats and Americans, and that's the movie picked. He, it was directed by the guy who just won for Parasite. Okay. Uh, and it's based on a graphic novel, I think. There's a TV show coming out based on it too, and it's like really, it's like a whole thing about like class and stuff mm-hmm. like that. John Hurt's in it, Tilda Swinton's in it, Chris Evans, uh, and Harris. It's like it's a very like all star cast. Um. And it's a really and like I, and and I remember my neighbor Colin was like you gotta check it out you gotta check it out and I remember it was one night it was on like Netflix and I kind of sat down and watched it and I was like why why wasn't this movie like shoved down my throat like because it was so good yeah and like one person told me about it or now you told me so I'm gonna go watch that you've never seen it no oh it's it's really really good so I really also don't like certain like when 
those like very like British movies that like come out or things that are like I don't think I like things that are British necessarily. Like the you more like Sherlock, Sherlock. I did, but like I like Downton Abbey was. Oh yeah, show. fuck that show. But like they have a lot of like movies like that that'll come out too, and I'll be like, I don't want to watch this. Or like period pieces that I'm like, I have no desire. I wa- I still want to see 1917. See, like I never want to see Little Women. <laughs> like i just don't like there's certain movies i will be like um no there's certain movies i don't want to see again maybe that's what it is because there's little women there's like seven movies like that i'm like it feels like that movie kind of comes out every like 10 years yeah somebody else makes another little women's movie yeah there's just like again there's certain i don't know if it's a genre it's like it's like how many times do you want to see a new tarzan movie anytime soon no do you want to see any of the new original Universal monsters like Frankenstein, no. Dracula, any of that stuff? Like, no, I'm all set for that. But either. somehow they just kind of show up every couple of years. Well, right now, this is what I'm also not a fan of, except for the one that I'll probably never get to see, are these whole new live-action Disney movies are driving me crazy. Like, are they really live-action? That's my... Exactly. Like, The Lion King was not a live-action movie when the bulk of it had to be done cgi like there was one scene john trevor says there was one scene that was actually like real life so is that what the billing is for like i don't but i was like i don't enjoy that and then like i said i was really pumped to that mulan was i said it i was like I come out and joy for now <laughs> but i wanted that was the only one but then they're talking about doing lilo and stitch and i was like explain that one to me how mm. how are you gonna make that garbage we're Just- also doing robin hood but that's another movie that I don't ever need to see again. That's the retelling. I'm like, okay, I know, I know. Oh no, no, no! It's gonna, it's gonna be the with the fox. I guess. Yeah, but just in that, <laughs> Wait, what? like, oh no. yeah, no, yeah, no, furries galore. No. Just people in furry costumes, just dancing around. Oh my god! <laughs> but no, like that's another whole. When you just went back to like tales, you don't have to tell me anymore. Robin Hood, you don't ever have to give me another Robin Hood movie. I'm Unless it's set. Robin Hood Men in Tights too. <laughs> <laughs> The sequel. The sequel. Still in tights. Still in tights. <laughs> and I was, I was a Prince Prince of Thieves guy, uh, Kevin Costner. Yeah, I, mean, I remember great. after watching that video, oh, I went to the theater and saw that uh, when it first came out. And uh, I remember going home and trying to build a bow and arrow. Because <laughs> it was just like, I was arrow, in it. I build a time machine. Like, it's, see? But he said that movie. Now, are there certain movies that when you think of, you automatically think of the soundtrack? Because you said that, and my mind went to Brian Adams. Like, instantly. I did the same thing. Like, I was like, boom. Like, if you think oh, of, like, the bodyguard, it's like Top Gun. Like, I don't think that exists Footloose. anymore. Like, is that a thing? Well, I, I, don't, I don't think the soundtrack is a thing anymore. Like they just don't. I mean, they put out. I mean, I I know they put out soundtracks for movies. But you think it's but... more scores versus songs at this point? No, or are they I mean, like reboot songs. No, I mean, look at James Bond. Like they come, there's a new James Bond song every movie comes out, and it wins best song at the Oscars every year. I mean, look at like. I think a movie. I think back in the '80s, it was just the culture, and the '90s was the culture was just music, music, music with these movies. Yeah that's kind of gone away because the movies, I think movies have changed since the eighties and nineties, like how we enjoy a movie, film a movie, watch a movie. Like we're not going to buy the cassette tape for the movie. We're not buying the CD to see like, Oh, what's that song? Like it's readily available. To yeah. Us now. And a lot of times think- they're just, they're just buying the rights to the songs that already are made. That's true. 
Yeah, I think what they're doing now that uh, creates the nostalgia of it is on Netflix, you got uh, Stranger Things, and it's all based on like 80s music, and, and it brings you back to a certain time, and it could be a movie or some period piece where it's like 70s, like Dazing Fuse or something, yeah. and that's where the Even soundtrack, the you're like, like you I got, look I'm at from, Captain I'm, Marvel. Yeah, I'm familiar with all this. Oh, uh, yeah, in, in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, like. When he yeah, was right. playing all the the stuff on his cassette, I was like, "This is this. I'm into this. I know these songs. This is great. Like, it just brings you back to another point. Whereas today's music in a show, it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's because we're older or whatever. It's like I'm just I don't know any of these songs, and you know, like, but if you go back in a period, songs. I will. And can I remember? I remember there used to be a um, strawberries in East Long Meadow, mm-hmm. um, actually, where Panera Bread is in that plaza where stop and shop is um, that used to be a strawberries music movies, whatever place. And I remember I bought, this is where I'm going to get, I'm going to hear one and a half laughters. I bought the twister soundtrack on cassette. Hmm. I got two laughs. Never mind. Damn it. Um, but like, but what song was even on that? Uh, like for, for, for me, but it was <laughs> like, tell me about that. I'm gonna find that on Spotify and be like, "What music?" It was oh, cool. yeah. It now was we gotta. Now down. we gotta listen. I, I, I know the song. It was "Long Way Down" by the Google Dolls. Oh. Um. So like that's the reason I got it, and like I remember my Pepe bringing me down there so I could buy the cassette, and I bought the cassette and I had to pull out with all the lyrics on it and stuff like that. And that was like my first ever like cassette. Wow, that's adorable. Yeah. So recently on Netflix, Space Jam, uh, I had that soundtrack. So, I had a soundtrack too. I just face on soundtrack. So when I rewatched it with Andreas, uh, I was just like, "Oh my god, I, I know all these songs." It. I used to play this on repeat. I was slowing this game out. Quad City DJs, man. <laughs> I told you the story about the CD with Ryan and Dan and myself. So one Christmas, Dan, Ryan, Dan, and myself, one of the gifts was like, you can go buy a CD. They took us to spags or the wall somewhere somewhere and they were like you get the one cd so they got their cds and i got like espn's like jock jams oh nice but it came with two cds but it was one crystal and i remember they were all pissed and my dad's like he's not he's bought a cd it just comes with two and like Ryan was pissed because back then, like I'll use Smashing Pumpkins, they had like the two, the bigger boxes. Yeah. This was like the thin, like one. So it still was like one CD case. And that was my thing. I'm like, no, it's still one CD, dad. Like, see? Yeah. For jock jams. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so that's my thing. <laughs> now, recently, um, you were talking about Oscars and, and how movies like kind of win and you, you hope that another might win as there any you know as of you know recent today uh the one movie that kind of jumps out for me is get out i thought that movie was just super epic it was one of those like transcending horror movie that uh it's by jordan peele and it was uh up for an oscar best picture it lost and it lost to like uh some movie you'll never remember again. And it, it was just one of those horror movies because those are the ones that just, I don't know, move me at least when I, when, when and this one was, was epic. And, and uh, has there been anything like that where you're like, man, this, like you just said about Snowpiercer, about, you know, anything for you, Jen, 
in that regard where you loved a movie recently and it's like hmm. got snubbed. I I have to go to the Dark Knight, and the current Oscar system is based on the snub that the Dark Knight got. Um, and I still believe I still don't believe the Oscars are the best judge of a movie anymore. Um, I think with movies today and social media and how we're consuming media and the movies that we're watching what you're watching, you know, Parasite's great. And I'm not taking away that's a fantastic movie. People told me it's a fantastic movie. I haven't seen it. I have not really desired to see it. And I'm not saying that every movie that breaks the box office is going to be best picture. But when you have some of these Marvel movies that come out, like Captain America, Winter Soldier, you know, even Infinity War and some of these like really, I'm not saying Endgame should have been nominated, but like Infinity War could have been, you know, I definitely think Winter Soldiers could have been, Civil War could have been, you know. I wanted Black Panther to win. Black Panther, you know, there's. Some, I wanted that to win. Like, I knew it would never. It, I knew it wasn't going to, but I think it should have. So <laughs> I, I think, I think, you know, and you're never going to change the Oscars. I mean, you hear it, you know, Oscars too white, Oscars too male, all that stuff. And I, I just, I just don't think in today's day and age that the Oscars is the bar. I think really much it is what the actual people are saying on like social media and stuff like that well you said it best the other day when you were watching how to train a dragon and you're like how did three of these movies for animated how did they never win an oscar and you're like oh because it kept going up against toy story so i was like okay i get it how many times does toy story one two three four how many times do they need to win an oscar like we get it it's a great idea move on yeah like I think if you've if your sequels already won an Oscar, the third one should never even be nominated. Like we know it's great, get over it. Unless you're not going to give it to it the first two times, like they did with Lord of the Rings. I remember that. <laughs> but, but, but also, like when you find out more about, you had like, to wait to Return of the King for anything to happen there. Well, there are 87 <laughs> endings. <laughs> um, no, and I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from the movies that that, that that's won anything. I just think it comes to a point in which none of the award shows are what they need to be because you find out how many people they spend on award shows to get stuff nominated and like it's bonkers like you know i to this day i still think bill murray should have been a nominated and b1 for groundhog day yeah like to this day every time snubs come up for oscars bill murray in that role is always like the top of everybody's list being like he was awesome in that role he showed depth and it's because it's a, i think it's because it's a comedy mm-hmm. and you know because when you saw bill murray in lost in translation which again he should have won for that you like that movie lost in translation yeah i like bill murray oh i did not like that movie i don't think anybody liked that movie <laughs> <laughs> um was that like scarlett johansson's breakout like first movie that too? was her first movie oh wow was was the uh, lost in translation was her youngest movie I only know that because of uh, I was watching something Trivial Pursuit and I see Scarlett Johansson movies. Um, no, like it's, but but you know I just feel like I don't know I just I just don't like the Oscars to that point because the best movie never really wins. No, I I, I agree. It's one of that's why I, I I'm always like, oh I hope this wins and then something else wins. I'm like eh. Oh, I guess I'll see it now. <laughs> you know, it, it, that happens a lot where I'm like, I didn't see that one. So you you're think RDJ like, should have been nominated for like Endgame? No. Was he awesome in that movie? Yes. 
But like, I don't think you should nominate something or a movie just to nominate it. I think it needs to hold its own. That's why I still like out of all the Marvel movies that should have been, and I use the Marvel movies as movies that should be nominated for something. It really should be Infinity War for movies, Winter Soldier, Black Panther, Civil War. Those four movies could easily been nominated for Best Picture, and I think Winter Soldier should have won just because of the story that it told, and it really wasn't a superhero movie, more than like a spy thriller. Like that's that's like, and it's still like the pinnacle of Marvel movies is is Winter Soldier. Hmm. But again, it's it's the superhero movie, and it's Captain America, and it's you know, it's never like like I said. That's why I always were like, that's why I kind of hoped that Joker would win Best Picture. Was just going to be like, take your comic book movies and shove it up your ass. Like these can be these can be stories too. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. So, uh, any last thoughts, Jay? Before we wrap up the show. No, it was awesome. Hopefully, we I could come back again. I had so much fun. There <laughs> we go. So, with that, guys, um, just quick shout out to our sponsor, Deadly Grounds Coffee, small business coffee company. Give them a sh- uh, shout out uh, at deadlygroundscoffee.com. They have unbelievably flavors available: Witches Brew, um, Hell Nights, um, and a bunch of other cool names. But it's really good coffee locally grown not grown but largely sourced out of connecticut so give them uh deadlygroundscoffee.com um uh you know they ship it to you pretty quickly and they got some cool swag mugs t-shirts and stuff like that they might throw in if you buy a bunch of stuff but also go to the dorkening.com uh for all your podcast shows i think leo says there's up to about 17 shows that are now available archives new stuff new episodes dropping every day almost so check that out um also follow us at at jen james podcast on the tweets and instagrams and the jen and james podcast experience on facebook uh for all our updates and stuff like that i think next week we'll have some stickers to give away so uh stay tuned when we get those in but jay thank you very much for being part of the show yeah and um we'll definitely have you back on with that everybody have a wonderful day